Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Live from the Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 1057, and 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Mark Blankenbaker and Steve Rummage. Welcome back to The Diener Show here on ESPN 680, 105.7, and 93.9 The Ville. Guys, it's the new year. You probably made some resolutions. You're trying to, you know, look good, feel good. You know, Tri-State Men's Health can help you with that. Uh, you know, if I started back with Tri-State back in August, okay, mm-hmm. and I'm down 17 pounds, and and I kind of flattened out on 17. So what? What's the answer? Yeah. Well, we increase the dosage, you know, of the mm-hmm. semi-glutide. I'm on a super low dose anyway. Yeah. Like I'm not on a like even like the introductory dose of like Wagovi or Zimpic or whatever. Like I'm on like way below that, and I've lost 17. James Strebel, same things, lost eight. Yeah. And you know, you can do that, and also like a small amount of testosterone, because guys, in your mid, to, in your early to mid 30s, you start losing two to three percent of your testosterone production each year it's kind of like you lose like one light bulb you lose like another light bulb you don't even realize how dim it's gotten until you turn mm-hmm. all the lights back on you yeah. know what i mean that's a great you know what i'm saying that's a really good you turn all the light bulbs back on you're like wow should be a preacher. it's bright in here yeah i should be a preacher yeah. for tri-state men's health but no so if you're putting on weight if you're less productive if uh and, and, and they can help you with uh with ed2 so like if you're a guy in your 50s a lot of men over 50 uh it's like 50 yeah. percent of men over 50 suffer from some form of ed at some sure. point they can help you with that uh and and you know they, they get results over there that's the idea and you get to talk to a doctor who you know really knows what they're doing knows what you're going through they go through your medical history and you know whether you start with ed treatment or semi-glutide or or testosterone if you start in there your your original appointment is going to be uh it's 99 but if you start there in the the day of your appointment then uh it's the, the cost of your visit is waived. So go, go, go over there, Tri-State Men's Health. They got an office there at 950 Breckenridge Lane. Shreba's lost eight pounds already. Good for James. Uh, you know, so most men wait a year longer to start doing what they're thinking about doing. Don't do that. Go over there and see them. Well, I've talked Men's to you. Health. I've talked to you about heading over there. Yeah, because I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm 37 and I'm like, you know, whereas like, you're working out and you're like, man, just. Well, that's my glutide on It's you. not. Yeah, doing even the energy, you know, I'm like, man, just little things that, you know, it's like, man, it's just not there. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, so give them a call. I'm looking 1-800- forward. 1-800-900-9654 or visit them at tristatementshealth.com and we'll get you over there, Steve. We'll yeah. Get, we need to, we need, I need to follow up um, because there was a conversation I was in the middle of 
And uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens. So It'll be fun, man. We've got football news. We always have football news. It, it seems like. like you know, even though the Brahms were at the Carolina Louisville game last uh-huh. night, they still have it within them to go out there and get another commitment. Which I don't even know how they're doing it. Like schools closed. Like how do you enroll Tavon Nicholson? Yeah. Here? Taz apparently is it Taz? Yeah, well, it's it, that's the name. But if if you look him up in the student directory, he's Taz Nicholson. <laughs> Taz Nicholson, that's awesome. Okay, but yeah. so he's a cornerback from Illinois. Uh-huh. I haven't even been able to really read up. He was much like on third him. team All Big Ten, third team All third, Big Ten, third team and fourth team back to back years. Okay, so so, yeah. so good player, a productive player from Illinois, and and it's twenty six transfers now. They continue to roll along. Yeah, the five hundred two circles making a big oh, impact, it's crushing it, man. Uh, but Jeff Brom, Brady Brom, the the recruiting staff over there, it tells me that somebody's pissed off. We lost the last three games of the year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you can see with what they're doing, um, they have made a a effort to say okay. That was not acceptable mm-hmm. in a 10-win season, you know, but it's like, <laughs> that was not acceptable. We have to fix that. Yeah. Because the next level is, and even we had Quincy Riley in the other day, and Quincy said, we asked him, they were just starting workouts, and we said, hey, you know, he said on the air, what are the workouts, you know, like, and he said, it's very um, speed training has been really involved, and I'm like, this is what I love about the staff. Because, I mean, when you watched us play USC, I think we all walked away and went, hmm, the speed's not there. Yeah, you know? especially in the defensive backfield. Yeah, yeah. and to hear that that is – because I feel like the size we have gotten. Oh, sure. Now you've got to get the speed with the size to compete with the top-level teams. Yeah, I think both in the skill places, the wide receiver – Nobody was getting open. And then our DBs were getting mossed over and over. They were getting Miller mossed, but they were also getting mossed with the ball just yeah. going over their head. It's like the physicality wasn't there. The speed wasn't there. And you could see what USC could do with really good speed guys and yeah. or skill guys. And I think it mattered. Like, when you go and you play like a Virginia or like a Virginia Tech uh you know, some of these other schools that we have on our schedule, like Wake Forest or whatever. Mm-hmm. What we have right now is superior to that. You know, it just is. Or last year was superior to that. And we were able to win 10 games. Oh, yeah. But when you go and you take Thrash and a bunch of dudes against Florida State's Mm -hmm. defense before they all opted out. Yeah. And they thought they were playing for a national championship college football playoff appearance. Mm -hmm. Now, you're talking about a a horse of a different color. Oh, sure. Like, it's a different deal. Like, you got to show up. You got to get open. You got to have separation. And defensively... We didn't – I mean, we gave up 16 points against a bad offense. Yeah. Okay? Against Florida State. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, some of it was us, you know, offensively, just giving bad field position and different things. But the two-play drive when they're in Wildcat – that that shouldn't happen. Yeah, it was ridiculous, and and the two play drive that Kentucky had, Mm -hmm. you know, that was ridiculous. Yeah, and. So I think you're looking at upgrading, and and if you're a player on the team, you might be looking at it like. Well, man, they're they're bringing in all sorts of transfers to replace us with. It's like, no, we're looking for talent. Yeah, we're looking for this to be ultra competitive, and for you to show up here in the spring and compete with a bunch of dudes who are coming in from other places, and for you to beat them out. And if you can't beat them out, we've now got a better player. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. That's how this goes. But I mean, is there a position group? 
because I've asked myself this, that we haven't upgraded at. I feel like running back is the only room that I'm like, I'm not sure yet if we upgraded. We'll see. Jawar and Garendo were pretty dang good. When you have Jawar Jordan and Isaac Garendo, when yeah. healthy, yeah, yeah, they're, of course, they're as that's as good of a one-two combination that's, as you can find. I right. think, and and I like what we've done at running back. Oh, I, I do too. I do but too. But I don't know that we upgraded. Yeah, that's the only room, though. I that think we I may have. Find. Could, can we hold serve? Sure, or absolutely. drop just a touch. Yeah, because yeah. I love Penny Boone. I love Donald Cheney. They're different types of running backs now. Right. Uh, actually, I think we might be even more productive in short yardage situations and goal lines with the two. Yeah. The only thing is Penny Boone. I've already put this out there to the universe. Baby Bus is who you're talking about. Yes. Baby yes. Um, hold on to the football. He is one of the uh, – watch his film. Oh, uh, yeah. His foot touches – I mean, even crosses the goal line. He drops the ball. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah, he yeah, is yeah. one of those just immediately. He's got and a I'm, little Huggins Bruce. Yes, and I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Hang on. Carry that thing yeah. to the back pylon and then drop it. Yes, yeah. but every other room, I think we've upgraded. Well, cornerback, we needed to. And, yeah. You know, I mean, I thought Brownlee was a great, uh, great boundary corner. I agree. Had some coverage liabilities. I think you saw that in the USC game, but a great tackler. Mm-hmm. Quincy Riley is a great field corner guy, a guy that maybe sounds like he's going to play on the slot based on your conversation yep, yep. with him a little bit. So they're going to play him in the slot. They're going to play him outside some. I don't think you'll really ever see him play boundary. I don't want no. him on the boundary. No, no. But, you know, when you get a Tavon Nicholson, a guy that's played some Big Ten football, uh-huh. when you get a, a young player in Tayon Halloway who hasn't played a ton for Carolina but he could be your most athletic player on your entire football team next year uh look out for him and and could Corey Thornton from UCF you've got enough there yeah that should work not to mention some of the younger players like like Aaron Williams coming back from a knee who we didn't get to see last year I'm excited for him I just think our offense is totally overhauled Oh, like the yeah. offense is totally overhauled. The defense has brought back a lot of the same dudes. And, you know, that two-play drive that Florida State had, does that happen with Stanquan Clark's sophomore? You know I, what I, I mean? I don't know, yeah. Or does it happen with MJ Griffin and Wes Walker? There we go. Like, now I mean, we're you know, maybe he gets 20 yards. Yeah. But he gets stopped. Because, like, Cam Kelly, I like Cam. I do, too. He got a little over-aggressive sometimes and could get burned because mm-hmm. he saw something. He was trying to go make a play. Yeah. Safety is such a it's a, it's such a serious position mm-hmm. that the, the margin from great to good is so small. Yeah. Like, look in the NFL how long safeties play in the NFL. Like, mm-hmm. that's why, like, I don't think safety should ever go pro early unless they're just ultra special. Yeah. Because if you're not going to – the odds of a safety just going in the NFL and, and just lighten it up is so rare. It's yeah. such a tough job to like be like Calvin Pryor, mm-hmm. first-round pick. He's out in four or five years because yeah. it's tough. You know, like the margin for error at safety is ridiculous. Absolutely. And I think Cam Cam made some major plays for us. I but agree. But he, he made some – some out of position things too that, that Devin, made it tough. Devin Neal was a starter this year that that did struggled some good things. Uh, yeah, he struggled against USC, but he Bad. did good things through the season. I don't think he's a starter next year. No, I don't think so. Either. Like, and that's that is to me that's when a football team can take a next step is when it's like, hey, I've got productive starters that now are not starters. Yeah. Well, and you know, and 
when we go through the spring, it's going to be interesting, especially here. Yeah. I don't know that all the players that have come in here mm-hmm. are going to remain here. Right. Oh, absolutely. Or even some of the guys that we've retained in mm-hmm. through the spring because – Well, you have to lose some because we're over scholarship limit. We're, well, but also – but people are just not going to be – you know they, yeah. they they're coming here to play sure and you're going to go through spring and you're going to be like well i got to get out of here like uh you know like like louisville picked up four really good players last year mm-hmm. i don't know why storm duck decided to leave penn state but yep. met secondary was loaded you saw that penn state de- you know defensive backfield last year it was unbelievable well, yeah. he probably went there and was like uh this i, I transferred from carolina not to sit i want to play somewhere mm-hmm. and he came here and he was he was our third corner. Yeah. Played a lot. Uh, I don't know why Cam Kelly left Virginia. I have utterly no I think he'd have played there. Well, I think it's what happened with Tanner Kozel, tight end. I, oh, th- yeah. I think this, it's a kid that he wanted to transfer, and he want, and, and he had a big year at he Ball did. State. And it was like, hey, I'm gonna, I want to go somewhere and be a main part of an offense. And I think he looked at the room that Louisville got, and he said, okay, I'm, I'm one – a few he's yeah yeah he yeah. looked at it, he's like i'm gonna i'm gonna go from a starting role playing a ton yeah to being a reservist yeah i'm in the power five but maybe i can stay at ball state mm-hmm. and then evaluate my power five options maybe louisville next year when mark redmond moves on you yeah. know i mean that could happen but you could also grow jamari johnson like louisville has so many more options and, and i think the one area we're probably still going to add is wide receiver Oh, no, uh, I agree. I yeah. think that is a spot you're going to definitely – well, that's the only spot you need, in my opinion. Right, because Antonio Meeks is intriguing. Do I know that that's going to translate? I don't know. No. I don't I, – it's yeah. not a guarantee. Now, I know Colin Lacey's going to translate. Sure. If he's healthy, he's going to be awesome. Ja'Cory Brooks, if he's healthy, he's going to be great. Of course. But you, and, you, and you have tight ends, and you've got backs, and you've got a quarterback, because Tyler Shuck, I think, is I the real deal. If you watch healthy. him on – yeah, if, and I think he is healthy. I do. So I'm pumped to see that. I'm pumped to see how this goes. But I do think that you you, you got to add one more receiver – and then hope that like a Chris Bell takes a step forward or a Katarius Hicks takes a step forward because he started playing a little bit uh, more. So, you know, uh, I don't think you're going to see Jaden Thompson be demonstrably better than what he was last. Now, he got healthy. Yes. So maybe the health factor can play into sure. a factor. But Jaden Thompson, I think, is a little bit. I do think Jimmy Calloway can, though. I think Jimmy Calloway's a guy. Can he catch the ball? Yes, that that's uh, that. He's a young guy. People forget that. Like he was a young guy last year. I he was just a sophomore. Yeah. I think he could. Now, let me give you this though. You also got to account for these guys. Talk to a few people on the staff. You know what I'm saying? They gave a name. Talked to Quincy the other day off the air. Gave uh, a name. Uh, okay. Adonijah Green. Oh yeah. It's like people are like, let's expect some. Expect oh, yeah. some things like we played against USC. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. people, people are kind of talking like expect to see him make plays this year, and then next year, right? You're like, no, this kid's a stud. Sure, like, kind of like Ashton did, where it was like, oh, that kid's really good, right? And then the next year it was like, no, he's really, really good. Yeah, I mean, because Cam yeah. Wilson transferred out yeah. before the bowl game, so it was Stephen Heron and Adonijah Green. But that's the AJ point, Jay Green. Sometimes we don't know why though, right? Because like Cam Wilson, it was like, wait a minute. I thought he was going to log some big minutes. Sometimes you don't know, though. You're like, eh. Yeah, he's got A.J. Green behind him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and where's T.J. Capers fit, fit in all this stuff, too? Cause, you I'm know, curious where they play him. Like, do they play him on the outside? Do they play him on the inside? Yeah. Because you've got Quinn and Alderman, which was kind of a stunner. If you go back to the Georgia mm-hmm. Tech thing, 
I think everybody like has like a comfort with those two guys. Mm-hmm. But at the, at the beginning of the year, like who's playing linebacker? Oh, it's TJ Quinn and Jalen Alderman. Really, those are. Our I linebackers? was really worried. I, me and you had conversations going into the season where I was like, only thing that's holding me back from saying 10 wins and stuff was the linebacker linebacker spot yeah and i think that they played really well i think tj quinn is a great run stopper sure i think jalen can cover i think he's i think that i think we have enough comfortability in them but if we really ask ourselves and i think this is what they're asking themselves in the in the staff rooms and stuff like that are those guys they're great kids first of all yeah i don't want to i don't want to throw any shade on them Mm. but if i are they preston brown are they Keith Kelsey? Right. Are they are they elite ACC linebackers? Are they going to get us over the hump? Are we going to have two play drives with them? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Because Stanquan Clark is elite, is an elite talent that was a true freshman last year that played a lot of football. I think Davis is really good. Durante Davis I coming in from really Texas good. I think when you add him and Stanquan together to kind of add to this point. I don't think you see the same linebacking core. Well, their size is yeah. automatically different. Yeah, you know, because Quinn and Alderman are both well, Quinn, smaller. Quinn came in as a safety, you know, right? I mean, right. but they're but they're smaller dudes playing yeah. linebacker in the ACC. If you're upgrading everywhere, even though we have a comfort level with those guys, and they're fine football players, we've seen that. Like yeah. they, they they proved that this year. You still got to go from good to great. Well, yeah, and so that, and I think that's what you're looking at here. And and sure, and, and do we have the best D line in the country on paper? Because I, I mean, I was looking at Pro Football Focus, and it's I like, I think it's top three. It's like that guy Thor Griffith going to get drafted. Yeah. Uh, you know, our guy that we just picked up from Tennessee, Baron uh, Baron is set to be drafted. Yeah. Uh, Ashton Gelati set to be yeah. drafted. Not to mention Dawson Tell Riger. I mean, all these other Lole. dudes. Low, low, People forget Lole. about that. Yeah, yeah. No, back. I, th- I think we might have the if we had one more, and maybe Green is this. I think if we had one more elite end, I would be pretty comfortable saying like, yeah, no, it's the best defensive line in the country. Like, right. it could be. Well, it could, could be. be. And 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 really, what it'll be more than anything is unrelenting. You won't have a guy that leaves the field who's replaced by a guy who's not played a lot of football. Yeah, like. That that's really the thing. If you look at it from an experience factor, our defensive lines are most veteran group. Yeah, by a long oh, yeah. way. When has that been the case at Louisville? Oh God, yeah. Because I mean, I mean, Baron and Griffin both. I mean, you're talking and Jelotti. and Jelotti. Well, no, I know. I'm just saying yeah. those those three are guys that only have one year eligibility left. Right. Like, but Perrier's played a ton here. Yep. Tell's played a ton here. Uh, you know, Dawson's played yeah. a ton here. They've all played a ton of football here. Per, oh, you sure. know, it's crazy when you look at it and you're like, wow. All these guys are on that D line. Yeah. Louisville's never had a defensive line that deep and that capable that's played that many snaps of actual football. So maybe they're not like the best ever. Maybe they're not the best, but they are going to be an unrelenting defensive line. And I'm really excited about it. Oh, no. Yeah. Because, well, that's the spots when, when you really know football and you watch us play and we line up against Georgia and we line up against LSU and we line up against teams like that, that's the spot where you're always like, just not that. Yeah. We're not that. Yeah. yeah. This year we are. Yeah, for you sure. You know, and it's like, it's, 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 and it's going back to, I know we're doing a lot of year one conversation today and stuff, but it's just, um, now again, I'm also one that, even though I was not a Satterfield guy, 
I don't uh, like we had a caller called in yesterday and was like, well, Brom had to get so many transfers because he didn't believe in what Satterfield. And I was like, no, I, now that I don't agree with. We there's a lot of pieces that were here. You could see Satterfield's vision, and I think this has helped Brom yeah. immediately was to beef up the middle. Like that's one it thing was Satterfield starting was starting to do. So some of these guys like Dawson and Lole and the different ones that they got up front, even Tafik Thomas, yeah, about him, you yeah. know, guys like that are big, strong defensive tackles. Um, and now you're going to get to reap the benefits from that when you add a few sure. pieces here and there. And there are some young players like Tafik, Micah Carter, Wu Spencer. Uh, I forgot about You that. know, um, the boogeyman from Owensboro. Uh, can't remember his name. Oh, uh, yeah. Sidney Clements. Yes. Like, some of these dudes are like really good young players that. I mean, Selah Brown. Selah Brown. Thank you. It's local guys. Yeah, local dudes. I mean, but guys that you could see have a future, but they're they're so far because there's so much experience and guys that have played, they're going to have to let this year happen before they can see the field. But I so, want to be there. I want to be to where freshmen come in and you go, man, that's awesome. Right. Okay, which two are going to play? The rest of y'all will see you in three years. Exactly. Like, that's where you want to be as a program. But the, por- the portal moves that, though. The portal shifts I agree. that. I agree with that. You're going to have ang- you're going to have some guys that are totally cool with that mm-hmm. and will work while they wait. You're going to have other guys that are like, you know what? I can go play at Akron. Yeah. I, I can go play at uh, Indiana State. I can get on the field and play. But but I also think it matters the coaching staff, what the coaching staff's telling them. Because a lot of times, I would venture to say more times than not, guys like that that leave are told by the coaching staff, you might want to. Like, sure. Yeah. I think that's why you see like a, a Raheem Craig go in. Yeah. You know, or like, something. I don't think if Coach Brom or Coach English is looking at Micah Carter, for instance, St. X, we'll do St. X guy. Uh, since you're pounding about saying X, um, we'll do. So it, it, I get all the whistles. Yeah, if those guys are yeah. telling Micah Carter, like, listen, we really believe in you. It's going to be a year or two, but we really believe in you. I, I don't know that that guy leaves. Well, and and if you're if you're having an open dialogue, and we'll take a break here in a second. Yeah. If you're having an open dialogue with your player, you know, at quarterback, offensive line, and defensive line, especially those yeah. three places, you're like, where are you going to get on the field right now? Yeah. You're not big enough. You haven't developed your body. Sure. You, you know where you want to play at the Power Five level, right? Okay. Well, this is what you have to do to play at a Power Five level. Yeah. And if you if you if you just want to play, um, there are lower divisions that yeah. you can go and play in. But freshmen at the offensive and defensive in, uh, line and quarterback just don't hit the field early. No, unless you're special, really good, really yeah. special. Yeah, and then and then you still might get your coach. Fired. I mean, TJ Capers was a five star. Yeah, and he got healthy in the middle of the year. Now, granted, I think he reclassed because he was going to be unhealthy in his senior yeah, year of high school. Yeah, might as well come here, get yeah. the best treatment, get the best doctor care. But you know, get, my yeah. point with him is his upper body was okay, What was was healthy, okay? Yeah. Now, I I saw him up close on the sideline the last couple games. He's not close. Or last year. He was not close to physically ready no, he's compared got to, to the he's other got to bulk guys. Up. He's a five star kid from Miami. He's a senior in high school. Yeah, like yeah, like those kids, like freshmen that come in, man, are not Madden physically Sanker, ready. Madden Sanker has to develop his body. Sure, he's a four high level four star kid yeah. that I think we all think is going to be a really good guard. Too. But as a freshman. You've got to grow into your body. You've got to lose the baby fat. You've got to bulk up mm-hmm. the actual muscle. You've got to grow into your frame. Yeah. So, uh, 
let let's let's roll along here because I want to I want to get to a break and then talk about this Florida State ACC stuff because I think it's really kind of uh, interesting and it's probably one of the biggest stories that we have going on right now. But there's we had to go through an hour and a half of basketball, <laughs> so, but it's a massive story. And we'll Five. talk more about it tomorrow for sure. But let's get into that. Bama is in their feelings. Texas basketball coach is doing getting on UCF players for doing horns down. We've got a, we've got a lot on the menu here as we roll along uh, here. So uh, let me see what do we got here. So uh, yeah, so uh, we got Louisville basketball, women's basketball tonight on on ninety three nine. Oh, and big thanks to Adam and his staff over there at Wing Zone oh, for yes. catering to the ESPN Louisville studios. And you know they can they can be great for your party, your Super Bowl party, or or your playoff party that you're going to watch and try the new chicken sandwich over there at the wing zone order online at wingzone.com they have three area locations uh here in metro louisville so uh we'll continue to roll along here on uh on the diener show uh, as diener's down there in florida enjoying the sun and we're over here and it's gonna snow tonight so enjoy that diener and drew thoughts and prayers over here on the diener show steve rummage mark blake we'll be back after this Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is. With Baptist Health Urgent and Virtual Care, we bring you more options and greater convenience too. With video visits available 24-7 and online check-in through MyChart for in-person visits. To check in online or to set up a video visit, go to baptisthealth.com slash care anywhere. When it's time to replace your heating and air system, we know people want options. That's why you'll always get a free second opinion with BJ Heating and Cooling. Plus, for a limited time, get 0% financing for 60 months on a new Bryant system. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. And it's sunshine. Casting live from the Liquor Barn Studios, you're listening to The Diener Show on ESPN 680, 1057, and 93.9 The Now, here's Mark Blankenbaker and Steve Rummage. Welcome back to the Diener Show here on ESPN 680, 105.7 and 93.9 The Uh Mark Blankenbaker, Steve Rummage, we're hanging out here. Uh, did you see DeAndre Ayton yesterday? He couldn't make it to the to his game yeah because they just were, called in he called in because there was an ice storm yeah he's like you know what i'm and, out and so they like his nba team was he with the blazers yeah he's portland, with the blazers yeah, now, portland. yeah they sent him a like they tried to get to him and they couldn't get to him and the the people were like yeah he he can't make it <laughs> well that, that that validates it at least yeah. if they come and get you and it's like yeah no i i physically i cannot be there and the people the people were like we can't get there we can't get to him and yeah. he can't get to us so it's just he's stuck roscoe Parrish, uh, opposite of roscoe Parrish, when roscoe Parrish was with the bills yeah. he played at miami he played football you know as high school oh, yeah. miami kid played at miami uh and the bills had like a sub-zero game Every time i hear his name i think of keith jackson Oh really, Roscoe Parish? Well, <laughs> calling the game. Well, the Bills came to his house because he was like, "I'm not coming." Yeah, and they're like, "You got to play," and he's like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I'm not playing." Actually. No, and it tells you, listen, if you're from Miami and you're from and you played at Miami, like you got to get out and about because the Bills, the Packers, the the Browns, the the Ravens, the Chiefs yep. might draft you. You may have to play in those conditions, so get out there. So we got Jimmy Dornman. Uh, with us from Ellison Bodenhausen. Uh, Jimmy, welcome in, man. How's it been going? 
Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Things uh, are good. Absolutely. Good to know. So uh, there's a lot of injuries in sports. You know, the, I think the, the really interesting one that we're watching is a recovery guy coming back, Mark Andrews. I thought he was mm-hmm. done for the year, but he's I mean, he's practicing and it looks like he might give it a go Saturday against the Texans. Yeah, I mean, with ankle injuries, he went in, he had the surgery done. Timelines around four to six weeks generally with ankles, and he's hitting that timeline kind of on the early end, but still plausible to, to get back out there, and especially if he's already in practice. He had that extra week with them having the bye week, so see what he looks like, and then probably game time decision, but my guess is he's going to go. Yeah, and you know, I mean, he's obviously a, an important piece to the cog there, but they got Isaiah Likely, who's been playing well. I think the the big concern wouldn't be the strength of the ankle if I was John Harbaugh. I think it would be like, what's your conditioning like? You've you've been on, it's been an ankle injury. Can you run? What's your explosion like? How strong are you? Can you play fifty plays? Whatever yeah. it is. I mean, how long after an ankle would you expect to see somebody to be able to get like their physical conditioning back up to what it was? pre-injury i mean the nice thing with their level is you're in alter gravity treadmills you're in the hydro works which is an underwater treadmill so he's running and doing stuff with just less impact he's probably sleeping in a hyperbaric chamber he so his oxygen's getting into his blood faster to heal to help the healing process so i mean when they come back the way the protocols are in the nfl you're ready so i'm sure if they're going to put him on the field he's ready and he's not going to be at risk of re-injury so the hyperbaric chamber thing is interesting to me because i've heard about it before so basically is is it is it a pod of oxygen is that what it is is i mean for lack of a better term or how how does that work and so it gets it gets more oxygen into your into your system just to make sure you're oxygen rich is that is that how that works so it's a pressurized canister is the best way i can explain it and it's kind of what they do if you got like a deep sea sickness um, to get the carbon dioxide out of your blood, they put you at a, like a depth, and at that depth, they pump in fresh, pure oxygen. So your body's functioning at a deoxygenated state with the highest oxygen concentration possible. So when you come back up from the depth, quote unquote, uh, your body's able to absorb and use that oxygen for healing and getting you back ready to play. Gotcha. Deep sea sickness. Mm-hmm. So is that for like divers that go like yeah okay yeah like they call it like the bends the bends uh, yeah so it's oh. when you're, the carbon dioxide overtakes the oxygenation of your blood and you get the your your body starts to cramp and that's why they used this originally now it's being used for recovery purposes with high level athletes. Gotcha. Well, the deep sea sickness sounds terrible. I don't ever want to do that. Uh, but I'm more of a snorkeler, not a diver. I like to stay on the top. You know, I don't, you know, I don't really want to go down. I'm cool uh, where I am. Uh, deep sea stuff, like down in the deep so depths of the ocean and outer space, terrifying to me. Uh, Jimmy. <laughs> Uh, Tyler Higby took an, a shot to his knee um, in, in, in his game. Obviously, they're they're done now. But um, what, what what do you see in that? And, and how does how often do you see injuries like that below the knee, especially in like football injuries? I mean, with football, unfortunately, it's common because that foot's planted, and you're getting someone coming at your legs, and your knee's only designed to bend forward and backwards. So when it's getting hit and bend in an opposite direction of that. It never ends good for the ligaments of the knee structure. Yeah, it's tough, and it looked bad. And they're talking about, 
you know, that's the hit they're trying to get out of the game. And I'm like, how? Like, I, I really want to know how they could do it, Jimmy, because it's like, don't hit them. Don't hit the player high. Don't hit them. You know, don't 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 land on them. Don't do all this. Stuff. It's like at some point the defense it's it's a dangerous game right like i don't know and and you guys probably want it you'd probably like look, keep, keep that hit in the game <laughs> we, we never want to see anyone get hurt but if they do we're happy to take care of them and get them back to doing what they love to do that's right so jimmy um, tell people about like if they have an injury this weekend slipping on ice uh you know slip falls i mean obviously it might have a snow ice event tonight uh, if they have an event like that, what can they do to get in there and see guys kind of right away? Yeah, I mean, if anyone gets hurt at any time, the best way is to call the office. We have work-in appointments at all of our locations, but we also have the walk-in clinics every Monday uh, from 8 to 9.30 at our East Point, Dixie, and St. Matthew's office. Uh, we will get you in, get you seen, and get you taken care of. Gotcha. So, I mean, it basically, it's a it's a pretty simple. You got an injury to a joint ligament or something like that, then uh, bone, then you you can get in there and they can they can make sure that you can fit them in pretty pretty quickly. Yep, bone, muscle, tendon, ligament, we got you covered. You come see us at A&B, and we will get you taken care of and back in your game, whatever yeah. it is. Well, I can tell you the plantar fasciitis is gone. I'll probably need to see you when I take – why is it that when I take my, my shoes off around the pool deck that the plantar fasciitis comes on? Because it always happens. It's like like I know that now it's the winter time. I'm nowhere near a pool deck, but I know that when I get to the pool, like like spring break, probably going to have it because I'm going to take my shoes off around a pool deck. Why does that happen? You got some low arches then, and your your body's not able to handle it because when you're in your shoes, you have that arch made up. It keeps the plantar fascia at bay, but as soon as you take those off and your foot goes flat and caves in, you're going to get your plantar fascia back because there's no support. Gotcha. Okay, so I just need to get some sandals maybe with some support. Do it that mm-hmm. way. Something like that. All right, well, yeah, I'm glad we talked. A arch. I'm glad we talked, Jimmy. So uh, Ellison Bodenhausen, go see Jimmy and his team over there, and they'll take great care of you like they've taken care of me and Diener and, and a lot of other folks. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank Appreciate you, it, Jimmy. Thanks a lot. So tomorrow we're going to get, Steve, we're going to get more into this Florida State okay. FSU thing because uh, there's a lot there, okay? I and agree. I know that Ennis and some of the other shows will probably discuss this too because yeah. this is it's a big deal. Oh, no, absolutely. So the, the ACC and Florida State are in a fight. Florida State wants to mm-hmm. leave. Florida State filed an injunction saying that the, 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 that the, um, the, the buyout to the ACC is cost prohibitive and it's unfair or whatever the acc's countersued them and now they they filed an amended amended complaint yesterday in mecklenburg county in north carolina and basically just to get it all down to it that they're they're alleging that they've got a serial breach uh to their membership in the league and that they agree to the grant of rights and and that those are extended to 2036 and and that they have they're in violation of their agreement and they're and what they're doing is they're requesting a declaratory judgment that the grant of rights and amended grant of rights are valid and enforceable contracts so that's first okay then they think that florida state uh you know is basically um you know that they that they've waived their that they've waived their right to this and they want that they say that florida state's breached its promises in the grant of rights and in its obligations to protect confidential information 
and their fiduciary obligation to the league and they want to um they want to basically restrict them from any business dealings with the acc moving forward which would mean that when the acc meets with its athletic directors and presidents that florida state during this time would be prohibited from being in those meetings yeah that the other remaining members could talk without florida state present and that florida state couldn't influence or vote Mm-hmm. on these proceedings which is huge well, yeah no it is massive but i i, I kind of i get it yeah i get it it's like no they're openly trying to harm you like they're, yeah. they're trying to leave they're trying to harm you i don't personally if the acc is going to work now i will get into this tomorrow but i'm i'm kind of in the thought process that when one gets out it, they see in trouble well and that's uh, what they're yeah. doing they're trying to make sure that yeah. these are enforceable yeah. saying hey listen we we saw we all signed a contract together. Yeah. They went into it willingly. Is this valid? If it's valid, Florida door shut. Florida State's done. Can't you got yep. if you want to leave, pay it. Yeah, you know, pay the money. That's fine. You can do it. Yeah, because if Florida State pays out of it, let me be clear. I think they see's fine. T- correct. Yeah, but if they find a way out of the grant of rights, then I'm like for less money. Louisville, a couple Louisville, NC State, a couple schools probably head to the Big Twelve. You're going boom. You know this team's going here. Miami's going to the Big Ten. It's going to just and there's yeah. precedent uh, for uh, those contracts being held up, and there's precedent for them to be negotiated yeah. down uh, throughout college athletics and in the ACC with Maryland. Yeah. So. You know, there's, there's, it's gonna get a little tricky here, and the ACC needs to have its lawyer game on top. They need to make sure this document, and, and they can't do anything about the document. The document's done, but they need to have to make sure their arguments are done. Otherwise, you know, you could see Clemson argue to get out. You could see Miami argue to get out. Carolina, yeah. Virginia, and what does the league look like if it falls apart that way? Mm-hmm. I and personally, I want to see a season or two of stability with the college football playoff yeah. because I think if you can get to the playoff, a lot of these fears and complaints yeah. go away. And, you know, it's it's a, it's exacerbated by Florida State missing out on the playoff. It yeah, really well, is. Yeah, yeah. Ab- absolutely. So, yeah, a lot of things are going to change in college football this year. I'm just, I'm just glad we're in the mix. We're in the mix. Yeah. We are in the mix, and we have a team, a squad that's – that's going to be worthy of that 12-team yeah. playoff. We just got to go get it done on the field. So yeah. let's go get it done. Tomorrow, Steve will be back with me. Be back. We've got Maven and Rummage yeah. <laughs> over there on 93.9. You're going to two more hours. We're going to have fun. Louis Rabot in here on 680 after this. Chasing his fist. Got to get out of here. Yeah, keep your fist yeah, is to yourself. This, is this ever going to die, die nope. down? Chase his fist. Yeah, just... fist. We'll get to fish. All right. There's going to be Twitter accounts. Chase yeah. is fist. Yeah. Yeah. Fish. Fish and chase. <laughs> <laughs> All oh right. We'll be gosh. back tomorrow.